Tune in to the American dream. Throw the fist up one time for the team. 16 banners, let's make it 17. Breeze up, seize up, rep if you bleed green. Two jade up, they about to make it rain. 15 players going hard in the chain. NBA fans turn centers in the same Get smart on these boys, true fans, I'll explain. What's going on, Keish? How you doing? How you doing, Wayne? How you doing? I'm good. I'm doing good too, man. You know, we was on a nice little winning streak and then it came to an end uh, by the Chicago Bulls. It's always one of those like weak teams. No disrespect because that's my dude's team, but y'all weak. He know they weak too because he texts me, oh man, good game. And he know damn well it wasn't a good game. <laughs> but he was being a good sport about it. You know what I'm saying? He's like, good game, man. He's like, yo, I didn't even think we could do I was like, look, man, Celtics always find ways to lose games. You know, I I, I think that's kind of what they do. But they bounce back, and that's what we're going to talk about on tonight. How was your day? How has your week been so far? It has been absolutely fantastic. Even with the Celtics loss, I'm still encouraged by what I'm seeing from them. I think, you know, we're in a good place. You always got that track. So you just got to just deal with it and move on on to the next one. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. Like, on to the next. Cut your loss. Move on to the next. Look, the Celtics, how many games do we have left? About 15, 16 games, maybe? I think 15 to 16 games. 15 well, to 16 games. Home, but we got plenty Ooh. of time. Yeah, we got, there's time. There's time on the clock. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Listen, you can follow us on Facebook. Make sure you like and follow Shoot the Breeze. That is where you will find the Seabreeze podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at SeabreezeP. And you can follow us on Instagram at Seabreeze Podcast. You can also email us now, SeabreezePodcast at gmail.com. And subscribe to us on YouTube at Seabreeze. While you're there, make sure you smash the like button. The videos will be live and uploaded there very shortly. So we appreciate all our new subscribers. And make sure you go ahead and smash the like button. Again, that's Seabreeze. You can also listen to us on Anchor.fm, which is your one-stop shop for podcasting. So if you want to hear it on any one of your networks, Stitcher, Breaker, Google Podcasts, my absolute favorite, Apple Podcasts, just make sure you put backslash Shoot the breeze, and then you can find the Sea Breeze episodes on there. All right, and while you're there on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe. So Keisha and I, we're doing well. Like, you know, we're feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Celtics four games above 500. They above. They they're ahead of the Knicks. That's all that matters to me. I don't know about you. And look, I think the Celtics are going to find a way to finish fourth or fifth in the Eastern Conference, which I'm cool with because you got to look at your matchups. Who you do? Who do you want to match up with? Uh, like, let me find out. Uh, let's see. Who do you want to play first in the playoffs? Let's start with that. Like, who do you see first? We finish. We finish fourth or fifth. Who do you think we're gonna? Who do you want to play? Who do you want to avoid? I basically, not mind that Atlanta matchup. So that first round getting to Atlanta, because I think even though they're playing really well, they're you know they're doing they're doing good a good season season team, right? I don't mm-hmm. think they're ready for playoffs. So I would love to take them first. 
because that'll kind of get our guys ready, get them ready to go. You know how we get with the playoffs, all about defense. Our mindset changes. We become a whole different team. So I'd rather get that first matchup with the Hawks if we had to get it. So See, see I don't want to play the Hawks first. Why? Because because Trey Young finds ways to have his way against the the Celtics. I feel like the only team he can try probably score fifty points against are the Celtics, and the Celtics do struggle in defending the three. I I almost want to play Miami or because and, and the reason why I want to play Miami is because I know in the playoffs they're going to be a much better team than what they are now. Right. But the Celtics exit from the playoffs last year. I would love to, for that to be the first round so the Celtics can just knock the, na- the nails the nails right on their head. Like, bam! Like, no, yeah, no, yeah, like, we I'm different this year. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a revenge, right. And so usually when you're playing a revenge series, yeah. you're going to get some revenge play. And so you're going to see guys diving for balls, trying to win all the 50-50 balls. You're going to see cats locked and loaded. And I think right. that would be a great game for the Celtics to just get over the hump getting into the playoffs shout out to my man avery and my boy roy tack celtics forever baby make sure if you're on facebook and you're a celtics fan you definitely 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 join the celtics forever group they're gonna put you through some tests and some questions but if you get them right they will welcome you in i promise you because my man roy says so shout out to you baby so like that that's who i kind of i want to face i i just I just think that'll be a good, you know, a good way to say, all right, we knocked the rust off. We in the playoffs. Tatum shooting. Brown is shooting. Smart shooting. Like, Parker's getting buckets off the bench. Evan Fournier's back off, you know, from his health thing. Tristan Thompson's grabbing offensive rebounds. Look, I think that would be a good matchup. But something about the Hawks not scaring me. I just, that Trey Young is a, he's a, like a gnat. Like, I get it, but it just seems like there's something different and when it's playoffs. Like, okay, who seem like they're not great on defense all of a sudden become defensive specialists during playoff time, right? Good, so great point. When we are asking, like, why in the world aren't you paying more attention? They seem to get more locked in. So those situations, like, I mean, even going back to when we didn't have Kyrie and Gordon Hayward and nobody thought we would be able to get as far as we did. Mm. Um, they changed and went to a different level. And I think their experience with playoffs and their experience of being in Eastern Conference Finals, I just think the play the the Celtics are a different animal during playoffs. So I'm like I'm in that mode. And plus we got like different pieces. Now we got a Jabari Parker, we got an Evan Fournier, we got a Tristan Thompson. You know what I mean? Tristan Thompson, especially, I think his 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 bully ballness, the way he brings mm-hmm. it, is going to bring us a whole nother atmosphere of playoff time. So and I'm, he has playoff I, experience, Keish. Yes, and he's a, he's got a ring. Like he's he's got that championship. I mean, like he was a part of those those kids, those Cleveland teams. So he knows how to win. Um, and I think, like I think, in some time ago when they interviewed him, he was like, nobody cares about those regular season games. Very true. Um, but I think, um, you know, when it comes to playoffs, Celtics play way different. So I don't care who we honestly get a matchup with. I'd love to go with the easier matchup so we have a kind of a, a good first round you know what i mean but yeah. if it's going to be a dog fight i'll take a dog fight too so yeah, I, I hear you I, I i do i guess you're i mean and you make you make perfect sense you know i just my preference is beat the team that tried that knocked you out you know what i'm saying step. you're both not at the top of the conference you both are trying to get back to where you were yes. i just think that I, I, i'm a heavyweight fighter guy but you know <laughs> 
I definitely like the way you came. You you want the welterweights. I, I'm with you though. It's all good. <laughs> all right, guys. Look, we got a great we got a great show for you guys. We got a bunch of information we want to put out there, and we're gonna just sit here and chat. You know what I'm saying? And then we're gonna talk about my man Jabari Parker, aka Parks and Rex, aka I guess Buckets, aka just put me in the game, Coach. I don't need 30 games to get ready. I'm ready right now. All right, so let's just start the show off. On April 21st, 1995, Boston Celtics played their last regular season home game at the old Boston Garden. If you never saw a game there, you really missed out. Some of the legends, this is from Boston Sports Info on Twitter. Listen, uh, I've 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 never been to the old Boston Garden. I I've, I'm gonna just come out and say, you know, shame on me. I watched all my Celtics games on TV, but when it became the TD Garden, I became like a super ticket season. I'm there all the time type mm-hmm. of guy. Have you ever been to the Boston Garden? I have been to the old Boston Garden, and it wow TD Garden. It was tight in there with the yellow. <laughs> Oh man! They were yellow because remember the Bruins. I think the Bruins, yes. Building, yeah. so of course they had to have the yellow seats for the Bruins. But it was tiny in, in there. I mean, you had the ice capades, you had the basketball games. I mean, oh, yeah. you had the hockey. So oh, yeah. it was always a lot of stuff. But there was like a nostalgia with being in there. You just got this feeling. So being in the new TD Garden is different. I love it because I like the way everything is set up, and you got a little bit more room. But mm-hmm. that old time. Boston Garden, you will right in the train station. This is right, right, right there. You got the feeling when you're riding into the train station to go go there. It's like you kind of get this anticipation because it's like, oh, I'm going inside the Boston Garden. It was so. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that last game though. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Why no. don't I? Because this is what happened in that last game. All right. <laughs> So the last game, the Celtics lost to the Knicks. Now, just look at those records, man. I don't know why Celtics fans thought we were going to beat the Knicks. I mean, it was close, a seven-point game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But the Knicks were clearly like, I think they were like first in the division, first or second. We were eighth in, in the division at the time. You know what I'm saying? And it was just what a, a, a wing in the prayer. Um, unfortunate, but it is what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> regardless you're in the jungle so it didn't even matter Last it didn't game. even matter right <laughs> right right what's good javi thanks for tuning in let's go ahead and check out some footage from the boston celtics uh and that guard you know that game the all-time celtic fast break red you begin with tiny red goes to tiny
Okay, I take that back. I wish I could have been there to see Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Havlicek, Tommy. I, I miss my man, Tommy, man. Oh my God, Seth, like, did you see all those legends? And it hurt your heart a little bit because so it many did. of them are gone, but it I'm did. glad you have that video. Like we can go back and look at that and just look at really how historic the Celtics are as a team. Like all that, just like, Woo! It just gets you hyped. Like, this is what we are. And this is the information and stuff that you hope the players now are looking at. Like, look at who's come behind you. Like, this is what you represent. Have pride in it and play like that. That's just how they play. So, that was amazing. The nostalgia is there. This is why players want to come to Boston. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's cold out this way up north. But the history, the legacies, yep. it's not easy. It's no. not easy living up to to the you know the legends that you just watched right. in that particular video. It's not easy living up to that uh to that you know status. But you know when you come here, you put on that green, that Kelly green and white, and uh, you know you just just be ready to lace them up, man, and ball out, man. And and I'm loving what we got going right now. Speaking yeah. of what we got going right now, Keish, check this out. So Adam Kaufman, this is one of my favorite people to watch and follow too. As uh, if you guys don't know who he is, man, great podcast, great show. The Celtics don't tend to reveal the length of their contract extensions, but Danny Ainge told C. Gasper on WCBB, Coach Brad Stevens received a five-year extension in August, and he's under contract six more seasons. All right, now. So wait a minute. In August of 2020, yep, he received the five years. So, he, so that's eleven years we got, Brad. Is that? That's, yeah, that's eleven. So he said six more. So that's five and six. That's eleven. I don't know if I'm doing. I'm doing it. Dang. So we gotta. I gotta. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got. I just gotta ask this question. I got a deal with Fire Brad Stevens for eleven more years. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, you know, Roy, no, 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 you know, Roy runs a dope group yeah. at you know Celtics Forever, and and my boy Sammy runs a dope group at Celtics Pride. But yeah. you know, I'm and I'm the administrator at Celtics Pride. I run, that's my group too. But here's yeah. the thing: it's so difficult listening listening to the Fire Brad like yeah. every single game, like yeah. every game. Every oh, game. so it's six. So it's six more years. Roy said it's six more years because oh, it was five. Okay, thank you, Roy. I wasn't sure. Even six, six is still long. Six it's, is a long time. Yeah, it's a long time, and 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 I think it's well deserved. It was just an extension. Thank you so yeah. much, Roy. Thanks. And I appreciate that. <laughs> so it starts next season, is what he's saying, okay. which is awesome. Right. But so six more years, Keisha and I have to listen to our fans scream, "Fire Brad Stevens!" Very discouraging. Because, I mean, there's some of Brad's rotations that do drive me nuts. And sometimes I wonder why he plays certain players and things like that. But he's had a pretty decent record with the Celtics. I mean, really. Like, I still go back to, we've been to, like, the last, what, three out of four um, Mm -hmm. Eastern Conference Finals. I think we went to it when we had the team with IT. We went to them. And we've always been in the playoffs. So, we've always been in contention. It's just that, and we're honest with ourselves, even as fans, some of the players that we've had come through haven't panned out the way we wanted to. Um, and, you know, you know, you can flip it back and say, 
I wonder what would have happened if that 2018, 2019 season would have worked out and Gordon didn't get hurt. Would we have won that chip? You see what I'm saying? That's all. Um, yeah, they do tend to be delusional. <laughs> I think that too. I think our team is because I think it's just more of a Boston thing that people are so used to winning all the time that it's yeah. so we're spoiled. Hard yeah. for them to understand that when you're building and developing, it takes time. And when you already have superstars, because people keep saying, we need to have this player, we need to have this player. Listen, we got two superstars already. These two kids, I mean, and remember, they're young. They're 23 and 24. So it's not like they have to win a chip I right now. I thought he was 19, Keish. No, I thought like 19. On, in this instance, no? I try to talk. They claim he's 23, but I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> But it's just like you have to put it into perspective. Like... Right, growing young, right. You got to take, Brad, I think, has a knack for being able to get the best out of players where you don't think that you can get the best out of players. I mean, look how much of a legend IT is right now. Nobody knew who Isaiah Thomas was (laughs) until he became Isaiah Thomas didn't know who Isaiah Thomas was. You know what I'm saying? What he's able to do. So I think we just have to be patient as fans. I don't think, I think we're just always wanting to be we want to get a final. We should be at the finals. We should be here. We should be there. Look, it takes time to develop and build a great team. And you have to have that patience. If you want to yell fire Brad all you want, whatever the Celtics organization see in Brad, they see his potential. They like what he's doing. Um, and we just need to respect that as fans. Yeah, I, I agree, man. And even Ruben says, look, I think we good. It just takes time. Anyone who lived through the 90s Celtics would agree. And, yeah. and this is what Roy was saying a little bit earlier when he talked about the, ni- the 90s. He also said only the fans that can't understand the struggle of growing young stars and waiting to bring in the right player. Let's talk about that a little bit. See, I like it how when, you know, we have the live audience and then they kind of respond and then they, yep. they ask questions or they make okay. statements. And then it kind of allows us to kind of like, yeah, like, right. And so the right players, the right pieces have to be brought in. And this is why I like fire Danny, fire this fire no pump the brakes guys like we're gonna get there even if it's not this year we're gonna get there but the, what we're trying to do is build a dynasty i don't think kid i don't think they understand a dynasty and i know you patriot fans out there yeah. understand what the word dynasty means 49er fans should understand what dynasty means Steelers yeah. fans should understand what dynasty means and I think I just the reason why I use the Patriots is because a East Coast Boston kind of correlated and they ruled for over yes. yep so when you're trying to the dynasty it's always about getting right pieces in making sure the pieces fit and then kind of like you know changing little things as you go along so that the you know the machine continues to flow i think the right pieces are tatum and brown i think we can agree with that and then you start adding in the right pete you know the extra key pieces the marcus smarts i like the tristan thompson ad so what he ain't seven feet tall he is he plays seven feet tall yes bully ball he that's how he does and we know yeah. when you're rebounding yeah, I yeah like, exactly i like the fournier ad if we could get him to sign on after this year and keep him on i like that ad like i just think what we have and what they're building it all makes sense everybody's in that timeline so we know brown is 24 tatum is 23 they're trying to get people that they're bringing in over the next two to three years so we're within not only their contract time but heading into their prime Look at how they're playing right now. 
I mean, this is them as young players trying to lead a team, trying to get us thing, and they're still making sure that we're in the playoffs. Like they yeah. could just like whatever, you know, and play whatever, but they're still fighting to maintain and keep us in that playoff contention. So I, I think agree. people have to, you know, we want to fire Brad, we want to fire Danny, but whatever they've been doing, it's working. Have we gone to the finals? Not yet, but we've gotten close. So we know that the potential is there. We just again have to have those right role players. That That's kind of it. Around, um, Tatum and, and Jalen. That's it. The key is the role players, and they got to be the right, and they got to be willing to play these, to play the roles that the coach is asking them. All right, Jason Tatum, first career triple double, fourteen points, thirteen rebounds, ten assists against the Chicago Bulls. Triple double, Tatum. Yep. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it, Keish. I think he Tatum is just going to a whole nother level. It seems like something happens to him around February and March where his mind realizes that we're getting close to playoffs and he starts to play his best basketball. And we start seeing that superstar that we know he is, right? Coming out of his bag, doing good passes, keeping his um, court vision open. Um, and again, him hitting that triple-double, it doesn't surprise me because he's been like teetering on that triple-double for a while, always one assist short, always one rebound short. But he's been doing double-doubles at least for the last month or two. So I expect that this may become more of a thing, not that Tatum's looking out for it. I just think he's an excellent player. And he's starting to realize that passing is okay, being able to be that person in the rebound area. Because if you notice, he's really starting to become more of that person behind the Tristan Thompson, getting those rebounds and stuff. And that helps us. When he rebounds well, we always play well. Normally we win. But again, the Chicago Bulls game was a trap game. But um, when he's rebounding well and he's passing well, it really opens up for everyone else. And I like that part of his game that's starting to come out. I definitely do too, man. And you, you hit it spot on. The only issue is we lost the game. And so I guess my thing is, is him getting triple doubles and getting the 10 assists. I love the fact that he's sharing with, and you just said it, like he's sharing the ball, getting his teammates involved. I'm cool. Let him do that earlier. But in, in that fourth quarter, like I need Tatum to come because come alive because like we, we he has to also close the game so tatum is also the closer for the boston yeah. celtic and and so that's kind of what um you know i'm wondering if if the tatum if the if the triple double was worth the loss because i wonder if he would have got his 25 to 30 points which he normally gets with the celtics have won or, but his shots just didn't seem to be falling. He was like three for 17, too. Like, he just, he, he took the shots. Right. And I also think it, he has to have, we have to have a decent point guard when we're playing with him. Because oh, yeah. when he has the right point oh, yeah. guard, they get him open, right? So yeah, if we right. don't have a Marcus Smart or a Kimba, like, no knock to Craven Pritchard, but he's still learning. Like, You're you right. need a point guard so that they know that's how Tatum's able to close those games because it gives a little bit more off of Tatum. When you don't have a Kimbo or you don't have a Marcus Smart, then he's getting trapped in the double teams and who's he passing it to or having to make these bad shots and having to kind of throw out the trigger because he's trying to shoot. So mm -hmm. I have to also take right. that. So it's like, I love the triple-double. Again, I wish it was on a win, but I understand why he was trying to facilitate more because we really didn't have a point guard out there. So he has that skill set. So he'll utilize it and... Again, heading in the playoffs, that's a good skill set for us to have. Just in case, you know, who's expecting Tatum to play point guard and all of a sudden he's doing a lot more passes, maybe getting Kimba some open shots, maybe getting um, Fournier some open shots, maybe getting Parker some open shots. So 
I like the part of that part of his game, but I can understand why um, he did he couldn't score like normal because it was just too much without a yeah. good point guard. I hear you. I hear you. And, and, and it, like I said, makes perfect sense. I'm I'm happy with it. I'm happy what he's doing. He's showing mm -hmm. progression to his game. He's saying, yeah. hey, I could get my teammates involved or I can yep. score and outscore your team. I can outscore your best player, Curry. I'm not, well, you know what I'm trying to say. Curry had yeah. some points, but Tatum <laughs> was keeping up. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever you see me. All right, so let's talk about the next matchup. It's the Phoenix Suns at the Boston Celtics. They're going to be at the TD Bank Garden on Thursday night. And the Celtics lost the last game why did they lose this game Keish? let's see going through let's see we didn't have marcus smart mm -hmm. thompson yep. had limited minutes okay because coming back from the get yep covid right um kimba did not have a great game he was four for 20. jay <sighs> um did not have a great game he was eight for 22 but he scored 23 points okay um, surprises out here was that um daniel tice of course he was a, a beast. He got 12 in. And then Peyton Pritchard also got 12 in. Um, we had Jeff Teague. He gave us 10, but we know how Jeff Teague was kind of struggling. Um, so it's he gone now. Gone now. But you know who we have in his place. So I'm hoping that I see my boy Parker out there tomorrow. But Phoenix is balling. I think the addition of Chris Paul has taken Phoenix to another level. Um, I think Chris Paul does not get the respect he deserves as a point guard. The man Underrated. is, and he, he's just amazing. And he seems to be able to take teams that you would never think to a playoff situation. Like, I mean, look at Phoenix is what, second in the West almost, I think. So it's like, who would have thought Phoenix Suns would even be in playoffs? They've been trash forever. But now they are really playing good basketball. So it's going to be a tough game tomorrow. I mean, Especially now with our daggone injury report, I don't know even know who's it, who's the one and who's not. Well, speaking of injury report, since you brought it up, this is what the injury report is as of today, right? Mm -hmm. So they they listed out the injury report today, and then we'll listen to what Brad Stevens had to say. But Jalen Brown is doubtful, left shoulder. Uh, you know he has left shoulder injury. Uh, Evan Fournier is out, health and safety protocols. Jason Tatum left ankle impingement, questionable. Kimball Walker, illness, non-COVID, probable. Robert mm -hmm. Williams is still out with the left knee soreness. That was my only issue about Robert w uh, Williams. Now, it could be just extra rest because he's going to be need to be bouncy, bouncy like Tigger come playoff time. Um, I'm not sure, but he that was my only gripe about Williams, him being able to stay healthy. And so that's our issue. That's our issue right now. Our issue is health. And let's 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 listen to what Brad Stevens had to say about that. Mm -hmm. Hey Brad, can we uh, start with a health update? The guys that were out, are they back? Oh man, <laughs> um, Kimba did not practice. Was not here. Still feeling a little bit under the weather. Hopeful that he'll be able to uh, go tomorrow, but unsure. Um, Jalen is doubtful for for tomorrow. He was here. Um, got a left shoulder bursitis um let's see smart was back um yeah, evan fournier is in the building but he's still in health and safety protocols as far as you know game availability um and rob uh tried to do a little bit more and won't be able to go tomorrow either so he'll be out tomorrow too I mean, he started off saying 
Oh man. Man, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was indication this was not gonna be good. <laughs> uh, but you know he's gonna have his boys ready though. Like, but you know, not the regular boys, but some boys are gonna be ready. So if 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 Brown is out, yeah. does he start Jabari Parker? Or does he start Shimmy Ojale? He's gonna start Shimmy Ojale, you know it. No! But you know he's gonna start Shimmy. No, he's gonna start Shimmy. And it, it is very frustrating to be as a fan. I love Shimmy. I heard he's a great locker room presence, but he has he's inconsistent. And even though they say, you know, he's a defensive specialist, uh, I haven't seen great defense from him. So I it's like I wish they would stop Parker, but I don't think they will. I really don't think. So it's either going to be Shimmy or Grant. And in either case, I'm still like, <laughs> The funny thing is what Ruben said and you said, he always, always. starts Shimmy. Like, always. And uh, I, I don't know if that's because it's by default because he's like the longest kind of like tenured bench right. player. <laughs> like, for the Celtics. I don't know. Um... But, but in this matchup, like, like I don't want that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need. We don't know. No. We need. There's something that, and we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit. But I just think we need. Um, we do need somebody who can give us some defense and give us a little offense. I would even take Romeo, like, because I know Romeo can defend, and Romeo's gonna take a shot. Why not take a chance on him? Like, I know, I feel like he's a little bit more in tune to what's going on around him as opposed to Shimmy. Um, You're I, thinking, okay. though. You're thinking because Romeo has started, yeah. okay? And, and this is a game uh -oh. where you can use Romeo out on the perimeter better than you can use you can use Shimmy. I don't right. mind Shimmy summing, subbing in, but right. this could be a Romeo-Langford game because we need to ice Devin Booker the best way we can. Right. And if I got to live with pick and roll, Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton all night, if I yeah. got to live with that, I, I'm okay. That's two points opposed to three points. Yes. And I also think that I know in Brad's thinking, he's probably trying to make sure we have some decent people on, off our bench. Because, like, looking at the stats, Phoenix bench isn't that great. I don't know what they're doing or what they've been doing since we played them back in February. But their bench didn't really give them a lot of points. So I don't know if in Brad's mind, he's like, maybe, you know, if we can have our bench be able to be popping. Because I think the only person that really went off was someone with the last name Johnson. And then, other than that, their bench didn't really give them much. So it's maybe that's somebody right. we don't know. It's always. So hopefully, like, tomorrow needs to be a good, like, our bitch needs to come out strong. So if it's been Jabari out there working with Pritchard, then let's do that. But I just rather see Langford out there at a start and then let Shimmy come maybe sub in, like you said. But I think Langford would have a, a better chance with this team than, than Shimmy. I just do. I do. Shimmy hasn't given us much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's yeah because when you're looking at it you're, you're looking at so possibly no Kemba yep so that means does Pritchard smart start oh yeah um yeah because now we're talking no Kemba and so are you going Pritchard smart I, I like the Langford right Tatum still at the four speaking of Tatum hold on because because Tatum Tatum says uh, his ankle was feeling pretty good, and I don't see why I wouldn't play tomorrow. So Tatum plans to play tomorrow, guys. All right, I just want to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Mariah, 
again, shout out to John and my boy Avery. Those are our 49er fans. They're in here talking 49er stuff like they normally do. I am not mad at them. Um, but uh, yeah, it's all good. But no, I, I just think that I'm trying to figure out. And then at the five, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson, right. I'm expecting Cornette's going to get some time. But Cornette's actually been, I was, I'm actually impressed by what he's been doing. So I, I'll take a Cornette in um, over, I mean, you already know how I feel about Grant. But I would I would bring Cornette in before I would bring Grant in as well. I just feel like we need to have both offense and defense with this Phoenix team because they are balling. So we got to be able to match their firepower and also be able to handle them defensively. Like, you got to be able to figure out and make those stops. I'm sure Marcus Smart would be in Chris Paul's jersey all night, all mm-hmm. day, walking with him, talking with him. But who's got it? We got to be able to stop um, Devin Books, right? So if Tatum's having to put in all his strength in the offense because we don't have that many offensive players, we need him to have somebody to be able to carry him decently and be able to cover Booker. And like you said, I think Romeo Lankford might give him, you know, a run for his money because I, I just feel like Romeo's a, a stronger defender. Um, now, I think we're going to, I personally think you're going to get a big game out of this guy right here. And so yeah. Kendrick Perkins says, Jabari Parker was a hell of a steal and free agency market for the Celtics. Low risk, high reward, carry on. It's always good when Perkins is saying like the right stuff. Right. When he says the wrong stuff that, that gets him. <laughs> and so my man Jay King put out, Jabari Parker has played 24 minutes for the Celtics. During that time, he has scored 17 points. On 8 for 11 shooting, he was a plus 6 in his debut against the Warriors. Speaking of that, we're going to show that. And he was a plus 4 so far tonight against the Bulls. So when he played the Bulls, he was a plus 4 in the court, plus 6 against the Warriors. What are your thoughts on Jabari Parker? Because we're going to show you this this clip from the Warriors game, which I think won us that game. Yep. I, I love Jabari Parker. Like, just him, first of all, coming in, basically flying into Boston and playing the game the same night, and then doing what he did to the Warriors, seeing that everybody was saying he was washed and everything else. He can play. And if he can stay healthy, him and Evan coming off the bench is going to be huge for Boston. And I like, like I said, I like his game. He's got to work on his defense, and I think he's got to get his legs under him, um, which is something that I had mentioned when I had sent out the tweet this week. He's got to get his legs under him. But I think once he learns the defensive schemes and if he can give us the production he does in offense, we we need those 11, 12 points that Jabari Parker can get. So I like it. That was a great sign, and I totally agree with Perk. Totally. I'm, I'm going to go on the limb and say this, man. I could care less about his defense. Yeah. I just need him to come in. Yeah, and but, get buckets yeah. <laughs> because because he's coming off the bench and 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 he needs to find a way to provide some type of smart a, a spark he can get yeah. to the rim now yeah. i don't know about the shooting his shooting looks a little he got a little midi you know yeah. what i'm saying i'm yeah. hoping he can start hitting that corner three yeah and then he gets gets him getting to the speak look watch this this, this offense Marcus Smart missed by about a foot, but Parker right there. Horrible shot by Marcus Smart. Actually, I won't say it was a horrible shot. It was just a, a I won't say it was a horrible take, but it definitely was a horrible shot. Marcus Smart was wide open. You know right. what I'm saying? You, you take the shot, Smart, but Smart was wide off, way off. And yep. then Jabari Parker got around his man. Yep. Saw that the ball. That's 
That's first round draft pick ball mentality. Yes, and that's what we need. That's like, he's still a veteran presence. And he did that a couple of games. Like, he was right in the mix of things. And like, again, that was your first game. You've never played with the Boston Celtics. Like, he was playing as a basketball player. I don't think in his mind he was thinking about, you know, this is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. He was using, like you said, his first round draft pick. IQ and played like a first round draft pick in my opinion. I just think if he had stayed healthy, he would have probably, I mean, his career would have probably went on a different um, path. But the thing that, again, we go back to IT, Brad has a way of helping turn people's careers around. I think these two years with Jabari, having him in again in that timeline, he's only 26. He's going to learn. And I think what he's going to give yes, what he could give us if he's healthy is huge. I can't wait to like playoff time because that's what he brought is what we needed last year against the Heat. The same thing with Tristan. It's just like there's just that bench presence that can kind of keep getting buckets to hold leads. And I think between him and Evan Fournier, that's what we have now. Wow. And 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 the thing is, we're getting Jabari Parker, and we we're just gonna pray that his health is wealth right now. He is doing well, you know. Yep. And so Fournier will be back. I, like he will be back. Like maybe last game this week, definitely next week he should be back on the court. Now he's gonna have to get his legs back because yep. once he was on, he was yep. never off. Yeah. Like, and so so that first game he played off 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 off, and then the right. second game he played, he had like the his career scoring game. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yep. so um, when he comes back, having him and this Jabari. So now you got a shooter and a guy that can attack the rim. You get what I'm saying? And so that's going to be a nice, nice addition yep. to the Boston Celtics. And then you running, having Peyton Pritchard run that unit. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's excellent. And then again, Brad can always switch it up a little bit and maybe bring Marcus again off that unit to kind of help facilitate in between. Um in between to be able to um, to be able to help facilitate as well. So mm. that'll kind of get Pritchard open to get comfortable and confident in shots because we need Pritchard to have that confidence going into the playoffs. We need him to be there. We got to have that from him. So I think Brad will probably keep playing around with his rotations for a little while. I'm hoping um, with over the, over the next maybe seven, eight games that he'll try to get down to his final, his final one through nine, I think we like to have. Mm-hmm. Get down to that, have them comfortable, get them gelling. So as we're rolling into the playoffs, we're ready to roll. Oh, sounds like a plan. My yeah. man Rohan said, is this all Celtics talk? I mean, yeah, because it's green in the background. No, I'm just playing here. Yeah, but we talk all NBA as well, man. And and then when you want I you know what we're gonna start doing? Like whenever we do a show on the on the day we're playing someone. Yep. Let's bring a guest on from the team we're playing and just talk trash. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, I I would like that. But he's not a Phoenix fan, so it's all good. Like, you know. Who? My man Rohan. He's not he's not a Phoenix fan. He, oh, he's he, not. He, he's an oh, NBA. He, yeah. I can't remember who is fan, fan what team he likes NBA. No, he's an Eagles fan. So he might be a Sixers fan. I don't know. I'm going out on the limb. He'll tell us in a second. Here's the last uh here's the play. I believe that this was the 10th assist by Jason Tatum. Now, let's see who it's to. And hold on. Let me see what he's talking about. Let me know when y'all play Steph. Hey, we played Steph. And we whipped that. We we, we, we beat him. Yes. <laughs> all right. Now, I'm not going to lie and say that Steph isn't the greatest shooter of all time. But 
He wasn't enough for Jason Tatum. How? Oh, later. He was that not a that was that not a thriller and Manila type that, of game? Oh my god, Jeez. bucket for bucket. It just on it, ABC too on Disney. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. On Disney. Great game. Now here's the play where I think Jason Tatum. This was his tenth assist, and let's see who it's to. Temple off Tatum board. Gets out quick. Throws it up. Parker throws it down. You heard the name. Yes. You you heard the name. You heard it. <laughs> you heard the name. Listen, I'm telling you guys, Jabari Parker is on his way. He's yeah. on his way. He's getting his legs. He's getting his wind. He's getting his stuff back, man. And that's why we called the show Parks and Rec because we're getting basketball. We're getting that good old street court outside in the summertime playing full court basketball. I can't play full court basketball anymore, by the way. Uh, I, I was trying to play with the kids and um, you didn't make it. No, I need about six subs, like substitutions, <laughs> not food subs. The wind, like the, the my my air. <laughs> I was like, yo, where is this back and forth? Yeah, I'll play quarter court. How about that? <laughs> just pass it to me. I'll just stay near the basket. Just pass it to me. <laughs> Notice how you said stand near the basket? I'm not shooting either. I can get you some layups. That's what I can do. <laughs> yo, he did drop 47. I we're not look, we're not discrediting. Steph Curry, we will never disrespect the chef, dog. That's yeah. not what we do here. Oh, that we, man is amazing. He's, Keisha, can you agree? He's amazing. I have to agree. I mean, I was worried the whole game. Trust me, sweating because I'm like, if he drops one more three, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> Listen. But we know. And, can, I mean, chef, how Steph can cook, but we gotta give props to JT for stepping up and being yes, that superstar we know he is. Yes, he's he forty-two, did. but like I said, bucket for bucket. Love you, bro. So yeah, he did, man. He Jason Tatum put his big boy pants on and was just like, "Yo, we got, we we, we gonna do this, man. We we gonna go back and forth." And every now and then, you want to see the superstars do that, right? Yeah. I mean, not every now and then. Every time they play, like that's what you expect. People right, are paying their money to watch the superstars ball. Yes, I look for this. I like the competition. Let's get out there and play like I am a superstar. And when Jason Tatum does that, forget about it. So. I'm excited, although, you know, we got little people out, but I'm hoping it's going to be bucket for bucket for him and Booker. And I <sighs> hope that Marcus Smart, like I said, contains Chris Paul in that high pick and roll. Please contain him. So that Man. we can make it get our game plan. We need this W. All I'm going to say is poor Smart. He's going to be fighting picks all game. Oh. <laughs> poor guy. I could feel his body aching right now. But yes, I can feel it aching. But listen, guys, tomorrow... Phoenix, Suns, Boston, Celtics. Keish, who's winning this game? I'm such a homer. I got to go with my Celtics. You better go with the Celtics. Go with my Celtics. I don't care if we was playing Jesus and the 12 disciples. We are we are beating whoever we play, no matter what it is. I don't care who we have on our team. Yes, we coming with the fire. So I, I'm yeah. expecting. They got a crowd out there. We in the garden. We in the jungle. Let's go bring it. Let's go bring it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Sea Breeze. We'll see y'all next Wednesday. I'm your host, Wayne Breezy. She's your host, Keish. She got to put her Twitter handle in here because you guys need the followers. She's popping on Twitter, y'all. Like, I'm like, dang, can you give me some of the followers? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Just sharing with me. But ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow her. What is your Twitter handle? At Queen, Key, Queen. 7. 
Queen Lambright 7. So go ahead and give her a follow. Again, go ahead and email us. We have our email, seabreezepodcast at gmail. If you want to get on the show, let us know. Send us an email there. That way we know, just in case you don't follow us on Twitter, but make sure you follow us on Twitter at seabreezep. And you can follow us on IG at seabreezepodcast. Our YouTube is in the making, so everything will be at the YouTube is live right now. So go there, smash the like button. That's Seabreeze. And we'll see y'all next Wednesday. Same time, same place. Peace out, y'all. We love it. It's a great show. It's a great show. Right? Breezy. Tune in to the American dream. Throw the fist up one time for the team. 16 banners, let's make it 17. Breeze up, seize up, rep if you bleed green. Two jade up, they about to make it rain. 15 players going hard in the chain. NBA fans turn centers in the same. Get smart on these boys, true fans. I'll explain.